0: Hi, my name is Divya and welcome to Articulate. I have started this podcast for students of art to create an archive and a community by speaking with artists across continents and genre about their ideas, inspirations and experiences. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Liam Ashley Clark, a multidimensional artist who works in painting, drawing, photography, as well as collage and sculpture. He also works with large-scale large murals and is a prolific zine maker. He was selected as one of the artists in the prestigious Bloomberg New Contemporaries in 2019 and was also in the Saatchi Art Rising Stars report again in 2019. Liam's work has its root in skateboarding, street art, folk art, but is also influenced by other contemporary and historical practices. It com- uh, commonly contains a combination of image and text, a large use of color and pattern and often has an of humor. So let's go ahead and uh, speak with Liam. Hi Liam, how are you? Hi, I'm good, cheers. Uh, thanks again for um, being a guest on my new podcast. <laughs> no worries, just happy. Yeah, uh, can you speak louder Liam? Um, it's a bit faint again for some Yes, Yeah, no worries. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, Liam, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, please.
1: Um, yeah, so I grew up in Ipswich. Um, And uh, I guess that how I got into art is through skateboarding um, and kind of punk rock. uh, So a lot of the artists that I'm still into are skate artists. Right. Um, And eventually, I uh, well, I started making sort of skate videos and then taking photos, and um, eventually went to study art at college, and um, then did my BA uh, at Norwich Art School and graduated in
0: 2012.
1: Right. And then I lived here for. Uh, about 10 years and I've just finished my M.A. Uh,
0: From Norwich again? Yeah, yeah fantastic so um i read up a bit a bit about the origin of skateboarding and its um you know um origins in san francisco when there was a lull in um surfing and how from then on it um uh, it became kind of part of the street culture and um um and how you know um it took on a kind of a more um, young underground kind of uh, scene so how how did um, you um, get into that I mean in the beginning in how what was the uh, your interest in skateboarding and how would you connect sta- skateboarding and art because it I would think of it as a sport and how would you kind of um, link uh, skateboarding with um, art as such.
1: Um, for me, I got into skateboarding because of I was a, a, a young teenager um, right at the time when uh, the Tony Hawk's games were coming out. Yeah. Um, so and and there was a big spike in kind of um, pop punk and new metal, which if you're sort of 13, 14 years old, is a perfect kind of music. Um, and then I've always loved it. So for me, it was kind of like you when I'm when I get into something, I'm gonna like research it and find out about it and so um, I got into the artists that were kind of making the board graphics and things like that and that right. that's probably like my first introduction into um, the kind of art that I really liked. Right. Um, but in terms of it, it being an actual uh, thing to do I, I definitely see it as more okay. of a, um, an artistic thing, more, more like um, dance rather than sport mm-hmm. in, a, in that there's not really uh, sort of set rules or goals um there's kind of like that there, there's kind of hidden rules to, to an extent yeah but there people uh, um
0: it's i think about, your voice so is breaking it,
1: Liam. Oh. And
0: uh could you repeat that yeah, it, was a, it was a bit uh, patchy well. uh liam your voice was a bit uh yeah, yeah, could you repeat that sentence? Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's so so for me, it's um, it's more like getting into dance than it is a sport because if it's about creating your own um, path and and inventing things and reinventing things and reusing the world around you as opposed to just sort of um, playing something right with rules or anything like that
0: yeah but so um this would be a good way a segue to talk about your practice at the moment and uh, what it's all about what are the uh, themes you go by and the materials you use Uh, why don't you tell us a little more about the like overarching um, depth of your practice
1: uh yeah so um like you said earlier i'm kind of based in drawing painting and uh photography but I I do a lot of other things Mm -hmm. um and maybe visually they don't um immediately connect but for me there's always this kind of uh like quite a DIY ethic um to all of my work and in terms of materials um generally it's it's kind of on the cheaper end of art materials um I I begin a lot of my works just um with ink on paper and those ink drawings um Get transferred into some, sometimes into paintings, sometimes into three D objects. Uh, they, I do consider them finished works in themselves, but uh, like they can be expanded as ideas. Right. Um, and then, in terms of paintings, I often use kind of uh, scrap materials, bits of cardboard, bits of wood, mm-hmm. um, and and a combination of kind of like emulsion, acrylic, and spray paint.
0: Right. So, um, when you talk about um, making drawings um, uh, and then leading them on into paintings, so what are the kind of um, themes that you generally uh, go towards or use or uh, gravitate towards?
1: Um, Well, the ink drawings, I guess they're just anything that I think of. Um, There's often a lot of humor in
2: them.
1: um, And then... They, they don't have to necessarily be political or social, sometimes they can be kind of surreal, um, but a lot of my painting work um, has become more sort of politically engaged, mm-hmm. and that is a decision that I made a couple of years ago, in that I, I found that some of the drawings I was making, and that were getting a good reaction from people, mm-hmm. were the political ones, and they ha- had a, a good way of um, using humour right. to get people to talk about subjects, and that's what... I've been um, taking into paintings recently, is, um, and expanding them as uh, more in-depth images, um, other sort of more political and social ones.
0: Right. So, um, in terms of political paintings, do you kind of have a certain um, preference, or do you have? Do you use your own um, um, inclinations and opinions in politics in your art, or do you make something that is? Um, more generic
1: um i i think yeah i have my own opinions i don't think um it would be possible to make something that isn't yeah uh, doesn't contain my own opinions but i try not to um sort of simply state my opinions and i I do think it's better to have um have something that could create sort of discussion and debate but obviously um yeah i I don't think it's possible for really any artist to remain um, completely uh sort of on the fence so making the work,
0: like that, everything that anything is constantly right. Right. So, um, so when what your course in uh, let's talk about your B.A. in Norwich. What was um, uh, that uh, what was the uh, basic course that you did? Was it in painting or was it um, something related to drawing or was it something else?
1: Um, well, I did find out. Um, yeah. And, I don't know uh this was like 10 years ago but you didn't really um necessarily have to specialize you were just separated by studios so I I was in a painting studio but um actually made sort of paintings 3d objects and uh finished my degree making a short film Uh um in a in a painted costume um which Uh is not something I've actually returned to but um yeah it was very uh in terms of a course that it was very sort of holistic, it's not you're not stuck doing painting or printmaking right. or anything like that. Right,
0: um,
1: Which is very, it's good for me in that I often have ideas, um, which uh, I think that if I if I have an idea which I think would look better as a 3D object, then I'll go and make that. I won't say, oh, I can't really do that, I'm a painter, so I need to like figure out a way to do this as a painting. Yeah. I think better just to kind of let the idea decide which um medium you're going to use
0: right so um how do you marry your um idea of being a street artist who takes on um um, politics and being uh, an artist who um where you know in an art world which is considered quite elitist and uh, quite intellectual and um you probably probably will be you know um displayed in a Rich person's house. So, is there a kind of counterintuitive nature to it, or have you kind of resolved it in your own mind?
1: Um, I definitely haven't resolved it. So it is something that I think about in the, the way to keep sort of the integrity of uh, making political work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's something that I consider. Um, because, because most of your
0: work whether it's drawings or paintings uh, they're all quite like um, topical it's something that you would instantly kind of relate to to what's happening around us whether it's local or national or even international so yeah I mean would, would you say that you are like a, um, a, a combination of a of a cartoonist and uh, somebody who's observing culture and an artist?
1: I mean, I I probably just use the term artist in general, but uh,
0: I'm
1: definitely influenced by um, things like the New Yorker cartoons and those kind of political illustrations. Um, And then uh, a lot of the artists that I was influenced by were influenced by comic books. So I guess uh, even though I wasn't directly influenced by comics, that kind of trick was down into the um, to the work as well, um,
0: like so, uh, yeah. like Simpsons and Rick and Morty, and they're all the kind of they have a flavour of um, of satire and politics and culture in it. So were you influenced by those?
1: Um, definitely the Simpsons, and yeah, I grew up watching kind of the Simpsons and um, even shows like Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Um, they they all have kind of uh, little. Influences from the writers who are obviously um, politically aware people. Um, so yeah, that that those definitely influence me.
0: So, uh, would you say that your car- your uh, drawings should I call them cartoons or drawings? What what would you? Um, I
1: I call them drawings
0: yeah so would you say that you are um, you like to provoke with your work would you like people to kind of take sides uh, or um, or is it something that makes people really kind of um, um, think about or just kind of uh, laugh about it and um, look at the irony of it what is it that you're trying to say with your drawings
1: Um, I think there is definitely some which i just think are, are there for the comedy i think it's perfectly acceptable to make art that is just um for fun and sometimes i think that's a good escape for for a lot of people yeah um, but in in terms of the more political ones uh i think that um it's a really good method of getting people to talk about stuff so i don't think it necessarily has to be kind of shocking or or that sort of provoking mm. but um the humour allows p- people to kind of come to stuff and not be instantly like put off by the big conversation that it is potentially asking you to have. Yeah, um, I think one of my favourite artists, um, the filmmaker Mike Mills, he said um, that funny is the best sledgehammer. Yeah, and that's something that I I really agree with the idea that actually using humour can help you um, tackle bigger subjects.
0: So, have you done kind of research on like? Um, uh, the history of uh, cartoons or history of drawing um, funny um, uh, incidents and caricature of people? Or is it something that is more like intuitive? And do you look at contemporary um, artists for this?
1: Um, yeah, for me, it was definitely more something that I just kind of started doing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I was aware of a lot of um, kind of more historical comic artists. I mean, when I was in art school, I was into kind of Raymond Pettibon and uh, R. Crumb and people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But in terms of my own drawings, it was just a way of um, getting ideas out there quickly. So the idea was that I d- didn't really um, sketch stuff out first. I just took um, ink straight to paper, do these quick ideas and present them as drawings, um, which as I said, they can be expanded beyond that but they mm. are finished works and it's just a way of quickly and cheaply getting ideas out to an audience right? Um, which is something that at the time I thought was going to just be a kind of singular um, set of drawings but has now kind of become the base of my um, practice.
0: Okay, okay. So, um, uh, it's a good time to ask you this. How do you develop your drawings? Is it the image that leads you to the work or is it the words that lead you? I know that uh, your work has um, um an in text makes an integral part of your work whether it's your drawings or your paintings so what is it that you start with first is it like a, a word or is it uh, an image or is it a thing uh, an incident so how does it um um kind of spark that um thought in you
1: i think um normally uh I, I start with text. Um, a lot of the time, if you flip through one of my sketchbooks, it's mostly just little notes and um, pieces of writing.
2: Okay.
1: Um, I think that I'm uh, very influenced by uh, obviously other artists using, using text. People like um, Wayne White, David Shrigley, um Grayson Perry, yeah. um, Chris Johansson. But I'm also very into kind of like song lyrics. People like Sleep Mods, The Hold Steady, um, Self Defense Family and uh, and a few poets as well so mm-hmm. i think that those influences all kind of um combine and then in my own sort of thinking i kind of see my work um as as a uh, coming out of this process where you try and take in as much information as possible so i'm kind of constantly looking at stuff on instagram on twitter or, or just yeah. you know in the real world um and then uh, just kind of letting that process and so sometimes i'll, I'll come up with ideas and i won't necessarily know where they came from mm. um, because the, pro- the whole process is kind of unconscious mm. um, so, and then once, uh, once I've got kind of a little bit of text down or something like that that's when I might decide that it's a drawing or I'll do it as a drawing and then decide that actually that could be a, a bigger painting or part of a painting or a 3D object
0: right so i keep uh, wondering about your um again about the drawings and the topics and which is quite like um topical so uh how would you um look at them like say 20 years hence and it would be kind of situated at a certain time and, and at a period of you know at that time when you made the drawings so um what would you look at it as then, would it be a piece of work that is like, uh, like an artwork or is it, um, ha- have you thought about some, about, about the date of your, you know, I'm not able to express it, have you thought about how your drawings would seem much later because they are so, um, topical?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have, I have thought about it, um, but I guess to an extent, all of the artwork, about every artwork that's ever made is, um, dated yeah uh, a time period whether it's sort of you know 60s um kind of art or or um maybe renaissance art you know speaks uh, specifically to christian europe but you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to see it in that light so i mm-hmm. think in terms of especially the political stuff um it is there is a to an extent a chance that it will just be seen in that um one situation, which I think is fine, because then it will always be kind of a documentation of something yeah. that happened or a period in my own life. But um, if uh, if I speak more broadly, then um, there is a chance that it will still be relevant. Um, there will still be you know class divides and issues Absolutely. in terms of you know huge wealth and things like that um, in the future. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of similar to how political songs of the 70s and the 80s still remain relevant today to an extent even Absolutely. if they're speaking specifically about um things that happened back then.
0: yeah yeah so but in a way you are kind of marking time for yourself and it's something that is quite timeless too which is uh, which is quite amazing
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't think um i don't think it'd really be possible to make artwork that would be completely timeless um i think every artist is making artwork about um the
0: time that they're living in, really. So, um, Liam, uh, tell me, how has recognition and um, fame um, changed you or, or your artwork? I know that uh, getting into the new contemporaries is a really a big deal. I know people who have tried for years and years and haven't been successful. And you've got like four well, artworks in in your um, in this competition: one in Leeds, two in Leeds, and two in. The south london gallery isn't
1: it um, yeah well it was uh, yeah they selected four works out of the five that i submitted yeah um, two were shown in leeds one was shown in london
0: and one was um, included in the publication right
1: um, but yeah it, it was uh, it was great to be uh, selected um i applied after um one of my tutors just kind of suggested that everyone should apply for um, as many open submissions as they can afford or or they can do. Um, And that was one of them that he said everyone should just kind of apply for it no matter what. Um, So yeah, I was really, really pleased to be included. And then um, through that, obviously I've met all of the other people included and it's introduced me to a whole load of new artists that I didn't know.
2: Yeah, Um, And then from that... uh, My work was included in
1: the Sarchi Art Rising Stars list, which um, they obviously found through the Bloomberg website. Mm -hmm. And then uh, it was included in an article um, on The Guardian as uh, the journalist really enjoyed the show in Leeds. So, yeah, it's been really good in terms of um, exposure for myself and also in terms of selling more work
0: fantastic uh tell me a bit about your um i've seen the work in the south london gallery it was a fantastic um painting and drawing so why don't you tell us a bit about that one
1: um yeah so that's a piece called the towering inferno mm-hmm. uh, which i painted i think in 2018 right. um, i painted it uh, quite a few months actually after the grenfell um, fire happened yeah. um, and that's the main inspiration for the painting after that happened um, I wrote down the text, which is on the painting, um, which I can't remember exactly how it goes. Uh, I think it's um, something like, uh, rich people um, yeah, worry about... Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember it now, because obviously I painted it quite a while ago, but um, es- essentially it speaks of rich people um, kind of complaining about various things, um, or worrying about um, uh, lo- uh,
2: losing their uh, things role. going
1: up in smoke. Yeah. Um, kind of punchline is that poor people just worry about going up in smoke yeah um, so, so although it does speak specifically of Grenfell and that that is the inspiration in the image um, I think it, it speaks of kind of housing in the UK uh, more generally as well
0: mm-hmm. so um, thanks for that so how would you uh, kind of balance um, your practice and the commercial bit of the art world I mean um, I always have this kind of dilemma of um, you know trying to make work whether it is for myself or is it something that I want um, for other people to like and buy. Um, would you think that commercial success will will have an impact on how you make work and what kind of um, ideas you have and how you're going to um, progress and
1: evolve in, as an artist in your practice? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't necessarily know, obviously, how it will uh, affect me as of yet, but um, it's definitely something I've always considered, this idea of um, success, especially for artists that um, are perhaps influenced by uh, kind of more underground scenes like mm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. But I've, I never really intend to make any work um, purely for sort of the commercial um, side of it. Um, I always make stuff that I want to make, and fortunately, thanks to things like the New Contemporaries, um, that work's now started to sort of gain traction. Um, but I, I do um, do things like illustrations and murals, and uh, in terms of those things, they're not necessarily political, but they're, they're just the kind of style that I've developed over the years. Um, so I can actually, um, you know, be involved in a commercial sense through those things, and hopefully as time goes on I'll be able to um, put more of my own sort of stamp on the on the illustration work.
0: Yeah I can already see that in your drawings that um, the minute it comes on to my Instagram feed I know it's yours even before I read um, your name so that's great. So tell us about your murals now they are so different from the kind of work that you do normally. Uh, how do you um, uh, get a commission? How do you even uh, approach somebody for doing a mural? And uh, what are the materials you use and what are the ideas that you pursue for that?
1: Um, for me, it was something that I just kind of got into accidentally, really. Um, obviously, I had interest in uh, in a lot of the, in like skate art and things like that mm. um, and started making things using spray paint and stencils and things um
0: so and then, have you like, done graffiti and stuff have you learned, worked with graffiti art and stuff
1: yeah I mean I, I personally never really did any graffiti more than just some stickers mm-hmm. but I had friends that uh did more of it um and there's a few legal places in Norwich where you can just kind of go and paint so that's how I started getting into just painting big walls um mm. and then through that I met some people that would say oh my friend's as this place would you like to go and paint it um, and obviously when I was younger I'd just jump at all the opportunities to kind of do everything mm-hmm. um, regardless of if people are going to pay me i would just paint this wall um, and that that kind of progressed to um, developing a style that was influenced by my painting work of kind of like colourful patterns and, and things like that um, and characters that reappear mm-hmm. um, so it's not necessarily political and obviously sometimes I'm working with uh, kind of clients who want something specific yeah um but yeah is it the the actual getting into murals is kind kind of not intentional
0: so uh, I, these murals are quite beautiful i've seen them with all these uh, different patterns and pieces so they're actually quite like um uh, beautifully done so how long do you take um to do a particular uh, mural of a certain size um
1: to be honest, it, it depends a lot of the time on kind of weather and things like that, if it's outside. Um, but I, I tend to find that I'm quite a quick worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of my painting style is done quite quickly. Um, and, so, what, and what I'm,
0: do you use for your murals? What kind of paint do you use?
1: Mainly spray paint, but um, oh, okay. obviously if it's indoors, then I might just use some like emulsion or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you work with um, emulsion and um, other kinds of paints like you know uh, Gary Hume's works? Have you um, seen his works? And he. Uh, works no, with, I uh, it's quite interesting. He also works with um, with with, um, emulsion, but he paints um, quite um, like you know, uh, liminal spaces in streets and. Uh, you have to look it up. I, I'm not able yeah. to explain, but it's quite interesting. Um, so in terms of mentors, do you have anybody who um, who kind of follows your practice and gives you a kind of a crit or do you um, who kind of um, advises you about? which direction to take or whether the you know the artwork that you're doing is going in the right direction or not and do you think mentors are important um in the larger scheme of things
1: um I mean I think it's it's good to have people who can um who can like properly critique your work or or perhaps just kind of help you generate ideas um I I obviously have just left um, an MA course yeah so um obviously there's tutors there but there's also other students um and that environment is really good because of obviously it's specifically for kind of critiquing and developing your work mm. um whereas beforehand i've been working out of a studio in the city center that mostly you know just on my own right.
2: um,
1: and then obviously when you show works you generally don't get kind of critiqued by your own audience um especially, like, in a relatively small city. Um, But I'm also part of an art collective now called TVA. Yeah. Uh, So it's really good to kind of come together with, there's uh, seven of us in total, so we'll meet at the pub weekly, we'll do shows. um, So that's good to, like, not only develop your own practice, but kind of uh, keep the momentum going in, in various ways.
0: So um you if you have a collective and you have like people with disparate um art practices how do you kind of curate it because yours is a very certain you work with a certain um aesthetic and um and I'm not sure I mean how do you um curate for the shows and um ensure that you know um it kind of uh, flows well in an exhibition
1: Yeah so if for, for for our collective, um, everyone does work quite differently, but I think there's kind of overall um, sort of DIY um, ethic to, up to everyone's creations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of shows, we generally um, put shows together based around a theme, um, and often that theme is based around where, where the show is happening. So the last show that we did was in a church, so the theme was simply church, and although It is a space that's kind of been converted into doing art shows. You can't ignore the fact that you're in a church and attempting to kind of curate anything that's that's meant to look like it's a white cube will kind of always look a bit off. Mm. Um, So so through that, all of the work um, has a general sort of theme around it.
0: Fantastic. So, uh, w- what have you been doing in the uh, quarantine period, in the lockdown? How has... Um, I know that, you know, you do your research um, online and you don't really need to be uh, outside, but um, have you kind of reflected on the current um, circumstances and have you come up with anything, any new ideas?
1: Um, yeah, so, like, uh, I normally go to my studio and obviously normally work sort of four days a week Mm. um but I haven't been traveling so I've just been sitting in my kitchen um mostly just doing some small drawings and small paintings um but obviously my work is influenced by um current events and by politics so um I have had a few ideas and made a few drawings um based around um sort of the quarantine and isolation and things um right and then i I've also been doing little things like um, going through my old photos and old drawings and doing little mini Instagram exhibitions. Oh, um, yeah, okay. I've just, I've just been building the um, TBA website, which we're about to launch um, with a digital exhibition
0: of new works, which we've obviously all been making in our own homes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great, great. So, yeah. Um any new, uh, projects coming up uh, now that, you know, we're coming to the end of this, uh, lockdown, I think in another, another week we'll be, um, able to go back to work and our studios and stuff. So, um, do you have any shows coming up, any plans to travel?
1: Um, well, uh, we're talking with, uh, TBA about doing some sort of physical show, um, but I'm not certain when that will be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then I'm doing. I've got some postcards in the uh, art on a postcard summer auction. Okay. Uh, which is uh, is going to be just online, but um, that's that is an auction for charity, and it's uh, really good. To just be asked to be involved in that, and then I, I'm. I think I'm just going to be kind of carrying on with some painting work that um, I've been doing prior to lockdown.
0: Do you take part in residencies and competitions on a regular basis?
1: Um, I do. Well, I, I mean, I have done in the past, done a lot of open submissions and things like that, and it's been a really good way to get um, to get involved in small projects. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can just be sort of, you know, a couple of photos in a zine mm-hmm. or, or it can be, uh, when I was an art student um, at my BA, I had some work in Tate, Liverpool, through an open submission, okay. um, which was really good. Um, but, yeah, now, now I tend to find that um, I, I often get asked to do things to do various things um which obviously is better as well
0: yeah so do you have a zine too i I remember reading um in your web page that you work with zines Uh, so do you have something on ongoing at the moment or was it a past project
1: um well the ink drawings that i tend to do all the time Mm -hmm. they were under the kind of head of brain puke and that was a zine that i was putting out um Kind of on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, but I've, I've slowed down now since I'm I'm kind of making more paintings and uh, and concentrating on that. But um, zines are always something that I like to come back to when I have a collection of images or a collection of photos. Then um, then I like to put those out in a zine. So um,
0: yeah, great. Sorry, I interrupted you. But the thing is, for your, I was, I was curious. When you have shows, do you have um, exhibitions for only your drawings, or only your paintings, or do you have a combination of both when you exhibit your work as a, as kind of something which feeds one to the other?
1: I've generally just done kind of one or the other. Um,
0: oh, is usually, it?
1: okay. Um, I mean.
0: I'm sure people can see the link between your drawings and your paintings,
1: can't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I've done shows previously, I have done kind of photocopies of the drawings and then um, shown those as a kind of run up to the uh, painting work. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I haven't actually shown that many drawings. They usually appear in like zines or just online and then kind of go go on to uh, inform people Paintings
0: for shows right and what about technology um i know that you use um drawing in you know the traditional sense but do you plan to use like um i mean you've got like amazing um animation technology and stuff like that which you can uh which people use uh to make drawings too do you have any plans of learning um stuff like in mean, new technology for uh, making um, your art in a different way, or uh, in, or kind of incorporating different um, ways of making art.
1: Um, I mean, I do like the idea of um, using technology to make. A, I, I like the idea of making sort of characters um, just digitally or things like that. Mm. Um, but in terms of animation, for me, it's it's kind of just like a time a time thing really I, I like to make work quite quickly yeah um, and i i can see some of my drawings kind of going into uh, a short animation or something like that but for me it would be something that i'd like to collaborate with someone on and not just sort of spend a lot of time on a single project
0: right what about gaming i know that it's become so big and i see there's some kind of correlation between um you know gaming and um, skateboarding and street culture do you think that um you could kind of um do something with uh with that
1: um i mean it's not really something i considered i mean like uh i did get into skateboarding through kind of playing tony hawk's games but um other than that I've, i've never really been that big of a gamer
0: right great So, um, it was amazing talking to you, Liam. Thanks a lot for your time again uh, for this interview. And I wish you all the best for your um, future shows. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers.